Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Marissa and that's Avi. We are teachers and tutors here at LSAT Demon. And today we have a question from an anonymous user. Avi, do you want to read the question? Yes. Um, so here's here's the question from, from anonymous. Hi, I realize I might end up a super splitter given my UGPA of 3.54, PTs cracking 170, that's a practice test. And sorry, UGPA is undergraduate GPA for clarity. And consistent yet unimpressive work experience, parentheses food service. First comment, that's not unimpressive work experience. That's super impressive work experience. It's one of the hardest jobs you could have. Um, Especially, it seems like this person is in school and working. Uh, Kudos to that. Um, I'm on the fence about drafting a diversity statement and was wondering if you could help. That's awesome. That's the the question we're here to answer. Uh, I'm a non-URM, so a not underrepresented minority by most every metric. And they go on to say race, religion, gender, sexuality, et cetera. But they grew up in a very working class household. When, so when Anonymous was 14, their dad relapsed on meth and left the house, spending the next eight or so years juggling prison, jail, addiction, and some extended stints of sobriety. He is currently doing well. That's great news, first of all. That's awesome. Um, I feel I have fared well enough academically Dean's List, nationally ranked in college forensics, congratulations, and that it might be difficult to document instances where my family history has limited me in the past, though I did have to maintain employment basically from 10th grade through undergrad because of minimal available family contributions. As an adult, I've really come to terms with the fact that getting happy birthday calls from a prison collect call and attending a parent's sentencing really aren't common experiences. Anyway, I imagine I will be in a tiny segment of law school applicants who had or has had an incarcerated parent and feel as though I might be able to, for lack of better verbiage, leverage this into a more compelling application. I specifically do not want this to be a major part of my personal statement because I think I have other more persuasive insights into who I am as a potential law student and prefer to focus on accomplishments and traits as opposed to hardship. What do you think? Thanks, Anonymous. First of all, Anonymous, thank you so much for writing in. Marissa, what are your thoughts? There's um, there's a million questions built into this question, but what yeah. are your initial thoughts? Yeah, for sure. Well, I guess right off the bat, I just would like to thank Anonymous for sharing that. Um, even you know, even under this sort of anonymous pen name, whatever, it's still a lot to sit down and write this and uh, send it in. So I appreciate their um, transparency. So yeah, some initial thoughts, I guess. I just want to like take it way back to the start and like just kind of talk about like diversity statements as a concept and who should write them, why we write them, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I did write a diversity statement on my application. I know, Avi, you're, I don't know if you're planning to do it, but you haven't applied yet. So I'm on the fence myself, Anonymous. So hopefully maybe Mercy can help me in this conversation. Okay. Great. <laughs> yeah. So a diversity statement, a lot of times um, schools, you know, there are some schools that will, will ask for them. They'll say like, oh, you know, optional essay. If you feel, you know, how would you uh, enrich our community in some way, whatever, based on your diverse background or experiences, et cetera. Um, and then there are also schools that don't. And uh, in those cases, I just attached mine under the like other attachments section of your um, application. Either way, like your application just becomes one PDF. So these things like to the extent that they read through it all, they get read right They're on um, in within the application package like that. So yeah, diversity statements, um, as Anonymous mentioned, like as a non underrepresented minority, um, it might seem like, what would I, you know, should I write a diversity statement? Diversity, I guess we tend to think about as 
like racial or ethnic or um, gender or like all kinds of different ways that we are diverse sort of on paper. But I think there is some merit to um, diverse experiences as well. So Avi, do you have anything to add just about like the sort of broad strokes? I have very little to add. I think you covered all the high points. I think I will add that part of the reason I'm on the fence is very similar to Anonymous. I don't feel like I fit into one of those traditional uh, or, you know, traditional, so to speak, categories of underrepresented minorities. Um, but my diversity statement and what I've been advised to consider is my military background as a diversity statement. And so it just kind of anonymous. I'm, I kind of have the same questions and, and, and I'm really glad that I get to sit down and talk to Marissa about it because I have kind of the same questions. I have the same trepidations. Is that the kind of thing that people are looking for in a diversity statement? Is that even a question that matters? Uh, who is anyone else to say what you're supposed to write about in your diversity statement? Um, but yeah, anonymous, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, in, in a unique background that you have or that I have, um, but that doesn't necessarily fall into a traditional category of diversity statement, uh, can make answering the question of whether to write one or not a little bit more difficult. Uh, you know, despite you know, now we have an understanding, we've established an understanding of what a diversity statement is and how it fits into the application package. So I guess the question then becomes, what's the test? How do you decide, how do you decide whether to write a statement? Is it, and, and Marissa, I mean, maybe you can explain like how you went through the process of thinking about, you know, you were weighing, I'm sure, do I write one? Do I not? What's worthwhile to write about? How do I write this? Yeah. I think that for me, <laughs> as a black queer woman. I feel like it was not as hard for me to decide to write a diversity statement. However, it was hard to decide what to write it about. So I think like for me, and I was, I um, might, I think I shared this in one of the cycle recaps, whatever. When I was writing my personal statement, a lot of that was sort of a lot, you know, but a lot of what I studied and my journey in college and these kinds of things, the things that I've accomplished, like made it clear that I am a black person living in America. Right. So like then when I went to write a diversity statement, I remember drafting one and sending it off to a friend in law school. And she was like, this is good, but these are about the same thing. And like, we're not trying to waste anybody's time for lack of a better phrase. Right. Like, And, and that's a real you, friend, by the way, yeah, she, you exactly. know, if she read your stuff and she was like, listen, I love you, but these are the two of the same essay. That's awesome. You yeah. need more friends. Like, we all need more friends like that in our life. Yeah. We got to keep people like that around. Keep it Absolutely. real. Us, right? Absolutely. Like, it's just the redundancy in that situation was just not working for her. And it, it probably wouldn't have worked for an admissions officer as well. Right. Um, so I appreciated that. And then I took it back to the drawing board and I'm like, well, the point of writing additional, like writing anything additional is to add more color, more background information, more, you know, things like that. Like the same advice we give you all about writing addendums. Like what does this tell them and it, why is it important? And so I went back to the drawing board and ended up writing my diversity statement about being queer and being an educator in the South um, while all of these like trans bathroom bills and things like that were being passed and how it was like, you know, a pretty stressful time for myself and my students. And like, we, I started a pride club and then like my students were like, oh, what do we do? And I'm like, I don't know, right? So like those kinds of stories or that kind of story sort of added a different dimension to the kind of diversity that I'd already spoken to in my personal statement, right? So actually, Avi, I'm going to ask you to just talk a little bit about that test, because I think it was really interesting what you said about, like, who's to say what right. diversity, right? Go ahead. Right. Yeah. And, and yes, yeah, so when you're thinking about when you're asking this question, right, do I write one or not? 
um, that's you, you, you have to think of it. It's almost like a test, right? What is the test of a worthwhile diversity statement? And I think something that Marissa said is really, really crucial. And I hope that everyone listening picked it out, right? She wasn't writing for the admissions officer. She was writing to best represent herself. That's why having two essays saying pretty much the same thing wasn't great. It's not because we're trying to like game the system. We're trying to like trick the admissions officer or we're trying to like cover as many bases as we can. No, it's that those two stories that shared a lot of subject matter, they weren't a, a, the best representation of Marissa as a person and as a student, right? It's funny because Anonymous mentions this in their last line. They say, hey, look, I'm not trying to write this uh, as my personal statement because I think I have other more persuasive insights into who I am as a potential law student and prefer to focus on accomplishments and traits. That's the test, Anonymous. You're on the right track. That's the question that Marissa asked herself with the help of her friend. And she, and you know, I, and not to put words in your mouth, but I think you decided, yeah, like that isn't representing me to the best of my ability. And I think that there's this really cool other trait, this other quality about you that would add a ton to a classroom environment and that is a big part of who you are. And that was the test. It wasn't some other third party reason. It was, is it worthwhile for me to represent a new, unique quality in my application? Is it going to improve my application? Is it going to improve that person's understanding of who I am? So I think that's got to be at least the majority of the test, right? I mean, do you have anything yeah. to add? Yeah. No, I absolutely think so. And I think that um, it's really important to realize that like you're, you are the person who can best determine what is best representing yourself. Like Bobby said, right? Like you are the person who can say, that this is a diverse quality about myself. I will bring this background experience, background like life qualities to my school and it will change or impact or affect my, you know, what I do on campus, how I interact with other people, what kind of mentoring I can provide to the people around me, like things like that, right? So like, that's what admissions officers are interested in too, right? Like, cause, and I've talked about this with Lily um, on the pod in the past where your um, admissions sort of position is, is it's a two-way street, right? So like you are trying to present yourself as a good fit to the school and the school is trying to determine if you are in turn a good fit for them, right? So like you can speak to the ways that you feel that this experience, like your um, being the child of an incarcerated parent, being um, maybe being a first generation law student, right? Um, these maybe growing up working class, like you said, you had a job anonymous since um, 10th grade, like these kinds of things, like what will that add and how will that affect your experience in law school? If you can make that clear, then I think it is totally worthwhile to write about this, right? Absolutely. And and just just to reiterate, anonymous, the only person that can answer this question, is it worthwhile to write a diversity statement or the subject matter of your diversity statement? The only person who can answer that is you, right? You have to believe it. You have to believe that what you're writing about is important to you, essential to you, a part of your identity that's going to impact your legal career and your academic career. And only you can, can decide that. Marissa and I can't tell you can't tell you whether you believe it or not. We can't tell you if it's worthwhile or not. And obviously, I mean, obviously, you you think that it's worthwhile, right? Obviously, it's important enough of your identity to be able to write in and very eloquently explain the impact that it's had on your life. So, you know, maybe you just maybe you think about it a little bit, but 
it comes down to who can who can answer that test, who can qualify, whether this is uh, the endeavor that, that that you need to embark on. The only person that could do it is you. Uh, if you believe it and you think it's going to make your application better, it's going to better reflect how you're going to be adding diversity to an academic environment. I think I think you go for it. Yeah, for sure. And if it's part of your motivation for doing this, right? Like, like a lot of what we talked about when I was, I think we were talking, I, I, we had a previous podcast episode where we talked about sort of like the essays and that kind of thing. Like if you, all of these things are true, right? Like everything that we are putting in our admissions packets are true, but it's up to you to draw out sort of a, a through line, right. And make it, make it comprehensible. Why did I include this? Right. So like that is up to you to say, this is part of my motivation. This is part of my background, et cetera, et cetera, right? I think there was one last point that you wanted to make about um, <laughs> diversity statements and maybe essays in general. Yeah. So, 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 what, so we've talked about what a diversity statement is. Um, we've talked about, okay, how do you decide if you're going to write one or not? And what's the crucial kind of segue from that was how is it going to add to your representation of yourself and your application? But I got to say, Marissa, the, the fourth, but arguably the most important one, right, is are you going to write it well? <laughs> is your execution yeah. of the essay going to be good? Because if it's not, you can you all three of the first three th- things can be true, right? You can understand what a diversity statement is. You can think that this it, this is an impactful experience and uh, a part of your identity, and you can think it's going to add to your app. But if you don't have a good way of executing the essay itself, it's going to bring down your application. And that's true of any part. Like you said, it's true of any part of your essay. So if you feel that way about your personal statement, take a second to rethink your personal statement. If you feel that way about your potential diversity statement, take a second to to reevaluate. A hundred percent. I feel like a lot of what Ben and Ethan often talk about with addendums is how it is so, so easy to shoot yourself in the foot in that regard. Right. And I think that you have to think about all parts of your application in the same way. Right. Like, am like, yeah, like think you need, really just need to look at look in the mirror and be honest with yourself. Is this gonna suck? Maybe. Right. right? And, and that's not a that's not a comment on whether your story sucks. That's not what we're saying. Like to be very very clear, it's not. Does your story suck? It's. It could be the best story in the world, but if you don't have a good way of approaching it, it's it's gonna hurt your it's gonna hurt your application. There's a reason that we base these applications in writing, right, Marissa? Like. Writing can be so evocative and so transparent. And so it can really, you can really get to know somebody and their, their, you know, things about their life and the way that they are from reading their writing. So it's got to be something you're thinking about as you put your application together is, is my writing going to be able to carry the ideas through, like you mentioned before, the through line, right? Is my writing going to be able to carry the through line through my application and make it make sense and make it cohesive and effective. Something to consider, something to consider. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think that's all for me. Is there anything else you wanted to add about diversity statements or about anonymous's question? You know, there's not a ton I would add. I have learned a ton from this conversation. So thank you, Marissa. I am. So as I mentioned, I'm on the fence myself. Um, Military background can be a very contentious kind of thing to to figure out. Um, On the one hand, I do think that it changes how you add to an academic or professional environment. On the other hand, uh, it's weird to consider yourself a veteran if you, you know, there's, there's all these like these meta things to consider, right? Of like, oh, like, you know, how many wars did you fight in or like what all this, all this stupid stuff. So um, 
it's complicated. Uh, identity is complicated, and, and it's not just you, Anonymous. It's not just you reckoning with the weight of your identity. I promise I'm right there with you. Um, it's it's hard. It's it's a hard question. So I definitely have some things to meditate on after our conversation, Marissa. So thank yeah, you for letting absolutely. me letting me join you in this conversation. Of course. Thank you so much for being here and for adding that um, that sort of experience. I, everyone stay tuned to see what Avi decides. Oh, a part two. Applications come around. A part yeah. two, a part three, a part four. Exactly. <laughs> well, y'all email LSAT or daily at com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening. Thank you. 